0: 26 Tishrei, Vav Tishrei, tzaddik, his life, 26, 129. Before the Rebbe had left home, he had said to Reb Shimon, Can you come on a journey with me? Then the Rebbe added that the journey might take a week or two, or it could stretch out for a month, three months, six months, or even a whole year. At first Reb Shimon said nothing, but when he saw that the Rebbe was really intent on making the journey, he said he would drop everything and go with him, no matter how long the journey might take. As I have said, he did travel with the Rebbe. Thus, when the Rebbe went to say goodbye to him before leaving Mezbaz, Reb Shimon asked him, When will I see you again? Because you could take a long time on this journey. For the Rebbe had said that he did not know how long it might take. Now the Rebbe told him, he would not be gone for longer than eight to ten days," Reb Shimon said. "But you told me when you were at home that you did not know how long the journey would take." The Rebbe replied, "The truth is, when I was at home, I didn't know. But now I know. I have to travel to Kamenitz, and it will not take me longer than I have said." That night, the Baal Shem Tov had come to him, and he had informed him where he was to go, namely Kamenitz. The rebbe left for Kamenitz immediately, and what he did there is a complete mystery that no one on earth will understand until the coming of Mashiach, speedily in our days, amen. Twenty-seven, one thirty. After his return from Kamenitz on Shabbat, the rebbe gave a lesson on the verse, "My soul clings to you," Psalms sixty-three nine. The lesson is not extant. It was an outstanding lesson. The rebbe said triumphantly. If this is the kind of teaching I give after returning from Kamenitz, how much more awesome will be the Torah teachings I will be able to reveal when I come back from the Holy Land? 28. 131 When the Rebbe came back from Kamenitz, one of his daughters died. The Rebbe said, I stand to lose more like this one, God forbid, for the sake of a single movement, because there is a difference between what I was before I was in Kamenitz." and what I am after being there. May God protect us. Rabbi Nachman's Wisdom, His Pilgrimage, 9. The people saw them sitting on the dock and found a translator who could speak their language. This interpreter acted as their intermediary, immediately finding them lodgings in the Galata quarter. After an hour or two in Galata, the Rebbe said he did not want to remain there. The interpreter asked, Do you want to go to the main part of Istanbul? That section contains the capital and the sultan's residence. Only men are allowed in that quarter. It is completely off-limits to women, and married couples cannot stay there. The Rebbe replied that he would prefer that. The interpreter then told them, Several emissaries from the Holy Land are staying there, among them two of your countrymen. These two were in Israel and are now returning to Europe. As soon as the Rebbe heard this, he agreed to meet them. He told his attendant, I warn you, do not reveal my identity. If they ask about me, do not tell them who I am. They left Galata and went to the old city of Istanbul. They were introduced to their countrymen who were returning from the Holy Land. One of the pair immediately recognized the Rebbe's attendant. He asked him, What are you doing here? The attendant answered, I am traveling with this young man to the land of Israel. The other inquired, "But who is he?" The attendant replied, "He has a travel card from the Austrian Kaiser's government. He did not reveal the Rebbe's identity, as he had been warned." Yeah. The Aleph Bet book, eating, B, six. Whoever cannot taste the food he eats should know that God has removed Himself from him. Seven. When Sadikim eat. It is an act of holiness even greater than bringing sacrifices and on a higher level than even their marital relations. 8. Fish grow fatty in the merit of the sacrifices. 9. A person bitten by a dog clearly has had heaven's mercy removed from him. It is also a sign that he has eaten forbidden food. 10. Whoever is careful not to eat forbidden foods is saved from wild beasts. 11. 11. One whose enemies have gained prominence succumbs to a lust for food. Mm-hmm. 12. A person's lust for food causes him to favor one child over the others. Kitzer Likutei Muharan 1, lesson number 11. I am God, that is my name. Isaiah 42, 8. 1. When a person pronounces words of Torah aloud as he studies, his speech enlightens him regarding all the places where he needs to repent until he merits to do exactly the repentance that he must. Similarly, on each and every occasion, with each bit of repentance that he does, a person ascends from level to level until he comes out of his present low level and arrives at an understanding of the Torah. 2. When a person is careful and ever mindful that the honor of God should be unblemished, while he himself is despicable and loathsome in his own eyes, and his own honor means nothing to him, compared with the honor of God. He then merits to speak radiant words of Torah that illuminate for him the way to perfect repentance. In this manner, he merits profound levels of understanding in the Torah. 3. But a person cannot merit this kind of radiant speech except by breaking his pride and conceit. He should not study Torah out of a desire for honor or out of contentiousness, God forbid or in order to receive a rabbinical position or high status. Breaking one's pride and conceit is also dependent on maintaining one's sexual purity. 4. Pride is tantamount to idolatry. As a result of pride, a person lacks the faculties of speech with which to speak words that enlighten, and he cannot open his mouth at all. When the Torah comes into his mouth... Not only do the words of Torah fail to illuminate the way for him to return to good, but the Torah itself becomes physical and darkened as it comes from his mouth. May God save us. 5. Pride and sexual immorality go hand in hand. Thus, when a person guards his sexual purity, he is saved from pride and merits the light that illuminates the way for him to repentance until he attains profound levels of understanding in the Torah. Rabbi Nachman's Stories the king and the emperor. The men asked them, Do you have a physician on board? Perhaps he can give us some advice. They told them the whole story about how the king's son had fallen into the sea. Fish him out of the sea, said the emperor's daughter. The men located the body and took him out of the water. The emperor's daughter felt the dead king's pulse with her hand and announced that his brain was burned. They opened up his head, exposing his brain, and they saw that she was right. They were dumbfounded. The men asked her to go home with them, where she would be the king's personal physician. She could be very important and have high status. She demurred, saying that she was not really a physician, but merely had certain specialized knowledge. The men on the king's ship, however, did not want to return home. So the two ships sailed alongside each other. The royal ministers decided that it would be a very good thing if their queen would marry this physician, since they saw that he had very great wisdom. The ministers of the king's son who fell and died thought that the emperor's daughter and her ladies were men, since they were wearing men's clothing. Therefore, they wanted their queen, the wife of the king's son who had just died, to marry the physician who was really the emperor's daughter. They thought that she was a physician because she had the wisdom to understand that the brain of the royal prince who fell had been burned. Restore my soul. Likutei Halachot four. Whatever a person's place, that is the place where he must entreat God, the place where he stands, where he is there. Genesis 21.17 He must elevate this place and connect it with the one who transcends place. This is God who is the place of the world then this person can serve God in truth. There is no place that can prevent him. Through sin, you can fall to the place that is not good, to the lowest, grossest, filthiest place. Even there, remember God, for he is the place of the world. In him there is place for all. Therefore, there is no such thing as a fall. In all the places where a person is driven, he can still return to God. And from there... You will seek the Lord your God. Deuteronomy 4.29 From there, from the place where He is there. Lekuti Tzitzit 3.9 3.5 Man's activity is bounded by space and time. It is here that the forces of the other side have their hold. But God Himself is beyond space and time, in a realm where there is only good. Here the forces of the other side have no hold at all. Here everything is sweetened. If I ascend to heaven, there you are. The days were formed, but the one is not among them. Psalms 139 verses 8 and 16 It follows that there is no place or time to which we can try to flee from God. Despair is totally ruled out. The reason is that all places in the world are close to God. Beyond all places, He gives life to them all. He sustains all the places and all the levels in the entire creation. The same is true in the case of time. So in every place and in every time we can find God, place and time are both included in Him. They are only emanations of God. And by returning to God, we ourselves can transcend place and time. Lukuti Halachot, Tzitzit 3.15 Rev. Nussin's letters, Year 1, Letter number 17, With God's Help Monday, Acharei Mot 5586 Breslov to Odessa To my beloved friend whom I love as my own heart and soul Reb Shimshon may his light shine peace and an abundant salvation I received your beautiful letter the evening of 14 Nissan Erev Pesach with the wine for the four cups cups of redemption May you raise up the cup of redemption with many blessings and all good in this world and the next How inspired I was by your beautiful words, which revealed your heart's longing for truth. Thousands of pages could not contain all the words of truth that you desire as a response. I would need to copy all the Rebbe's books. They contain what each person needs, regardless of his level, place, or time, whether he is sitting in his house or walking on the way. There is nothing hidden from you which you will not find in his holy, awesome books if you study them with a sincere desire for the truth. Study them over and over and do not leave them. There is nothing better. Fortify yourself, my brother, my dear beloved friend, and constantly remember your Creator, even when you are engaged in business and, needless to say, when you are free. For God's sake, steal some time to talk to God, as the Rebbe exhorted us so many times. Recommit yourself to this anew every day, let nothing in the world divert you. No matter what happens to you, physically, spiritually, financially, or professionally, do not give an inch. There are always words of truth to say before God at every moment of every day. Whatever a person is facing, good or, God forbid, bad, whether he is up or down, there is no excuse. For the truth of God is forever. Psalms 117.2 That is, the truth of God is always always, ever-present. There is not a single thing that a person can go through that can hide or obscure, God forbid, the truth of God. For truth is the light of God Himself, and words spoken in truth illumine any darkness or obscurity. A person can always find openings to return to God by speaking the truth to Him with candor and sincerity. This is explained in two places on the verse Make a window for the ark. Lukutim Moharan 1, Lesson 9 and Lesson 112. Study them carefully and accustom yourself to applying their lesson. Draw yourself only to the truth and look at all times toward pure truth alone. Be careful to speak only the truth. If you do this, you will cause the light of God to shine for you at all times, no matter where you are. You will constantly see the openings, leading from darkness to great light. And you will be able to remember God at all times. For God is in every place, at every moment, for every person, no matter what his level. For God's sake, do not let these words grow stale for you, God forbid, because you think that you already know them. You have not even begun to realize the depth, the unbelievable depth of these words. The important thing is to fulfill them sincerely and simply. See them as new every day. For these words are renewed with each day as expressed in the verse, new every morning, great is your faithfulness. Lamentations 3.23 It is impossible to explain this on paper. Even in person, one can only convey a tiny part, like a drop in the ocean. Rev. Letters, Year 2 Letter number 246 With God's Help, Tuesday, Ra 5597 Uman My dear beloved son, I wrote you a letter on Friday, Arab Shabbat. Subsequently, last Sunday, I received your letter through the post. At the moment, I have nothing at all new to say, as my mind is not at all clear. Just know that I intend to travel, God willing, to my home after Erev Chodesh, and I want to be in Breslov for Shabbat Torah reading Shoftim. May God guide me safely on the road of truth and rightness. I already answered you in my letter of last Friday, and that can also serve as a response to your letter that I received afterward on Sunday. I believe that awesome, wondrous new things are taking place every single day. How great are your works, God, as we say every day. And in His good, renews the creation every day. How great are your works, God. To a small extent, I can see with my own eyes awesome new things all the time. But... It is impossible to explain all this, especially in a letter. I am only reminding you about this because we have already spoken about it a great deal. And you need it very badly, every day, in order to strengthen yourself and to begin anew constantly, every day. May God fortify our hearts to prepare ourselves from now on to merit a good new year this coming Holy Rosh Hashanah. My mind is extremely tired now, and it is impossible for me to go on at all. Only your love compelled me to write to you even now. The words of your father, waiting for salvation, Nussan of Breslov. Greetings to all our comrades with a great love. Shemot HaTzadikim Abba Bira'a and Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov Abba Mehegrunya, Rabbi Abba Bar Natan, Rabbi Abba Bar Yashuv, Abba Sura'a, Abba Bar Shemuel, Abba Bar Chilfei Bar Karia. Rabbi Abba, barav Yosef Rav Abba mish- rabbi Abba bar Yosef Barava, rava Rav Abba Avuad-Rav, Bar-Rav Meshoreshya. Rabbi Abba Bar-Lima, bar Rabbi Abba Bar-Levi, Abba Avuad-Rabbi Samlay, Abba Tsidoni, Abba Bar-Dusoi, Rabbi Abba Sadrunya or Mirumanya, Rabbi Abba bar Aba rabbi Yose, Abba Hadoresh, Abba Bar-Tachlifa, Abba Bar-Machasya, Abba Samokid, Abba Tachna Abba Barshumni Abbae Rabbi Avduma Nechuta Rabbi Avudmi Bartuvi Rabbi Avudmi Barbarate de Rabbi, tavi. Rabbi Avudmi Bartanchum Rabbi Avdimos Bar ben Chalafta Avdimi de Minchafia Rab Avdimi Bar Hamdura Rabbi Avdimi Avua de Rabbi Yitzchak Rabbi Avdimi Bar Chama Rav Avdimi Barchista or Bardosa Rabbi Avdimi Ditsi Rabbi Ami his father Rabbi Avdimi Bar Nechunya Rabbi Avdimi Achui de Rabbi Yose. Rabbi Avdimi Malcha Avdimi Rabnassin's prayers 1 Prayer number 13 Please Hashem lovingly grant my request for your name's sake Kind and merciful God Grant that I should come close to the true tzaddik of this generation, who has the power and wisdom to gather our souls and elevate them, unifying the Holy One Blessed is He and His shekhinah And let our souls be reborn and renewed for good. Through the new Torah teachings, He will reveal, You know how bitter and confused I am. I am so bitter that the power to endure has collapsed. I cannot bear my pain and confusion anymore. My mind is racing everywhere. I have no one to stand up for me and help me and save me from this confusion and bitterness. I have nothing to rely on except the true tzaddikim. They are the only ones who have the wisdom and skill to save someone like me from this confusion and elevate even my worst traits and desires. Only the tzaddikim have the power to purify my negative characteristics and elevate them together with all my good traits and desires. Only they can gather together the scattered parts of my personality and lift them all up together so as to renew them for good, radiating new light to my darkened soul. I will then be able to experience the brilliant lights, and my hungry soul will be filled with good, and my youth renewed like the eagle. My soul will be joined with all the souls of your people, the house of Israel, and we will all be united, great and small. Loving, gracious God, let me come close to the true tzaddik, who has this power and wisdom. Let him gather all our souls together and rise with them before the throne of your glory, so as to arouse your love for us. Let our souls rise up and give you pleasure and find favor before you. And you rejoice in our souls and let your unity be revealed through us, the unity of the Holy One, blessed is he and his Shekhinah. Let all our souls be renewed and reborn. The tzaddik will bring down new Torah teachings, And the secrets of the Torah, the Torah of the Ancient Concealed One, will be revealed to us. With this, the tzaddik will mend our souls, perfecting the Supreme Chariot and the Lower Chariot. Let us help and support one another. Let love and harmony reign among us constantly, until we all become unified and inspire one another. Let us remind each other to turn to you sincerely, break all our bad traits and desires, and acquire good qualities by doing what is right in your eyes all the days of our lives. If any Jew has a deficiency of any kind, whether through neglecting some good trait or failing to work on a bad one, let a friend point it out to him and give him encouragement so as to enable him to fix everything in this life. Let us all come back to you in perfect teshuva and fix all the wrong we have done from our earliest days until today. From now on, Help us attain the good you want for us. Don't let us ever turn aside, right or left, from what you want. Watch over us with perfect care. Hashem, Master of the universe, incline your ear and hear. Open your eyes and see our devastation. Don't hide your eyes from us. Loving God, take pity on us and watch over us with an eye of tender mercy and graciousness, a single eye of love an open eye that never slumbers. Put us under your perfect providence and let your vision rest upon us through your holy Torah, which you have radiated to us through the true tzaddikim. Let us be close to your holy watchful eye until we will be the focus of your vision and we will become merged with you. Watch over us and take perfect care of us at all times. Send us a flow of goodness, blessing, holiness and purity. See our pitiful condition and how we are struggling. See the pressures we are under, physically and spiritually. Have pity on the Jewish people. We are scattered like a flock without a shepherd. Bring back our distant ones from the four corners of the earth. Redeem us quickly and send us our righteous Mashiach. For this exile of body and soul has gone on for so long that the power to bear it has collapsed, as you know, Hashem. Show us love and pity. Shine your mercy upon us. Bring us our righteous Mashiach quickly and build the holy temple very soon in our days. And as for me, in your abundant mercy I will come to your house. I will prostrate myself toward the palace of your holiness in awe of you. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing before you, Hashem, my rock and my Redeemer.